Hey ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your host Jocelyn Haas and Michaela Johnson. And today's episode is about diet culture and body image. Heck yeah. <laughs> so for our consistent listeners, if you didn't already notice, we did miss an episode last week. Um, and me and Kayla just felt that we need a little more time just to think about what we really wanted, the direction we wanted the podcast to go, and then, like, really what we wanted to talk about for our next episode, because sometimes it can feel, I don't want to say forced, but I just want to make sure that we're actually bringing value, and we're not just putting episodes out there just because. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, like, me and Kayla started talking about a totally different topic before this one and it just ended up talking about body image and like diet culture and I think that it's because it's such a big thing um, especially among women but men too because there's just the standard now like lifting is getting very like mainstream yeah everybody wants this perfectly shaped body with like no fat and like it's just like a very specific view of what beautiful is right now and I just think it's really important for us to always remember and keep in the conversation that that's not everything yeah because it could just get so unhealthy oh yeah um I was kind of sharing before like we um we started like for a while so I got into working out after I got out of my relationship and Joss is thing with like relationship with working out is similar yeah, yeah like we both got in and after we got out of long relationships and it was basically for something to the I was looking at myself and I was like I just want to feel more confident I've always felt super self-conscious so the fact of me getting into it was like okay like I want to lose weight yeah. and I want to figure out how to do it because nothing worked for me I never knew how to stick to anything so Joss actually trained me and so then I um we trained and I lost a good a really good amount of weight and Joss like showed me how to like eat healthy and all this mm-hmm. stuff but still in the back of my head I had like weird things about carbs because you hear weird things about carbs how if you eat carbs you're gonna gain 100 pounds yeah. so untrue and like just crazy things and so then I moved and then I came back and in September like early last September I got to the point where I was getting unhealthy with working mm-hmm. out I was constantly working out I was doing it because oh if I don't work out today I'm gonna gain 50 pounds and it's just like all right sister no Mm -hmm. and so it's almost and it's hard because when you're in that mode you're like okay I gotta work out every day and it was to the point where I was like hurting my back more like and more and I was making my mindset so different and then I started shifting it to I need to work out because it's gonna help me mentally and it is something that I can do at night to get past whatever is going on during the day and it can be my one thing that at night that I can just blow my mind like my mind can just wander and I can just work out and I can just think it helps yeah it's like in body image is a whole nother thing but diet I feel like is the biggest thing for women yeah and men but really for women especially it's crazy yeah and being a trainer like having only women clients as well I just saw such a pattern within women in general and the things that they would say about themselves. Like, the first session, I would just ask, just to get where their minds were at, like, what are your goals, like, um, with training, what do you want to accomplish, like, what are some things that you want to focus on, kind of, and every, I'm not even kidding you, every girl, I want my stomach gone and my butt bigger dude and it's so funny and I remember saying this to you too you're always like I want my stomach gone and like it's just like okay but we can't just be like okay 
my stomach. You can't just target just your stomach. Like, yeah. you have to do the whole thing. And I would have to tell every single girl <laughs> that. Like, and I started thinking, I'm just like, why do we all think this way? Right. Though? Like, why is that our goals right. with working out? And I realized, one, like, I had that mentality but when I very first started, too. Like, I just want to get the biggest butt I can. Like, <laughs> that was my goal. Like, I just want the biggest butt and, like, the smallest waist and then I'll be beautiful. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And so I just got to thinking, and I'm like, it's because of the way social media portrays beauty mm-hmm. now. Like, if you think about it, through the, all the decades of, like, beauty or trends, women, like, women's bodies have been almost, like, trendy. Yeah. So, like, back in the 90s, I'm pretty sure that was the 90s, when it was just S- yeah, skinny. Skin. Like, no butt mm-hmm. was in, like super tiny yep. and low waist um like pants yes and all that stuff yeah and then like now it's obviously super tiny waist and like big butts mm-hmm. big hips like, like kim kardashian like, per- the perfect type of thick yeah in quotations yeah and um i was just thinking i'm like god like that is just so unhealthy because yeah. if we're constantly riding the waves of trends we're constantly chasing something that's unachievable because exactly. let's say now we we lift to get really thick thighs really thick butt like in a tiny waist but then next year like it's super trendy to be stick thin again yeah exactly like imagine what that does to our brain yeah it, it makes you crazy and I realize it just you have to just cut those things out as much as possible like I still love fitness and I oh, still yeah. love fitness influencers and I love watching YouTube content that's around you know fitness and health and all those things like that's one of my hobbies like yeah. I love that but I noticed, like, I was getting to the point where I was just following, like, beautiful women with, like, this perfect body and all this stuff, and I had to go through a cleanse. Like, I had to go through everybody I was following, and I had to question myself, like, am I following them because I'm inspired by them? Am I following them because I want to look like them? Or, like, what's my motive behind following them? And I unfollowed a ton of people because I'm like, I'm not going to follow people who make me insecure. Not that I'm not happy for them or like jealous, right. like not that I'm being bogus. Right. And no, like not rooting no. for them, but it's just for my personal mental health. Exactly. Because they can still be beautiful and I can admire their beauty, but it gets unhealthy when I start comparing. Yeah. And that like comparison is the robber of joy. Yeah. Dude, two things. I actually was, um... I'm reading this book right now. It's called So Long Insecurity. And the girl in the book, it said, like, we all have a thing. And it's just like, oh, it's like, depending if we want more beauty, it's like, oh, we want to be more beautiful. It depends if we, it could be more than one thing, too. If it's like, oh, I like her body, so we're insecure about that. Like, it could be all this stuff. And she said, like, we need to switch our mind on that. Because if we constantly are looking at somebody and being like, like, what is that going to help us? Like Mm -hmm. you said, like, it's. I don't know. I've heard stuff about Kim Kardashian too, where she gets insecure, and no shade towards Kim. She has a yeah, but like at all, at all. But she was she edits her pictures, and well, and the biggest thing they have they get surgery. Yeah, exactly, like, and it's not realistic. It's at all. no shade. Obviously, if you could afford that, and that's what you want to do, like okay, right? But, like God thinks you're beautiful the way you are, mm-hmm. and like He made you perfect already, and He yeah. made you the way you are with a purpose. Like yep. you don't need to change that. But they get surgery. Yeah. Like, all of that being said, we can't compare ourselves to people who have altered their body. Yeah. 
to make it look like that. Yeah. Like, um, it's I, not natural. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm actually doing a study right now on singleness, and literally in one of the things, it was like comparison. It The t- title of the Bible study in the Bible app was comparison, and it literally was one of the verses was like, literally what I, the revelation I got was, don't compare yourself or you're, st- like, you're basically stupid. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that exact words, but like, that's what I got. Like, why am I comparing myself to something? And Joss reminded me this a lot. Like, we, if we looked like the next person, if me and Jocelyn looked the exact same, mm-hmm. like our bodies looked the exact same, our looks looked the exact same, and the next person looked exactly like us, how boring would that yeah. be? Like, it's so, you're so unique and so beautiful, and God looks at us, and he's like, wow. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I use this analogy a lot, but it's like, it's like going into an art shop. Somebody told me this, and like, being like, yeah, your art, mm, not that great. Like, who would do that? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't do that to any artist. So, like, that's like us going to God and being like, yeah, my body, you kind of sucked at that. Like, can we try again? Like, nobody would do that to God. So, like, mm-hmm. that's what we do every time. Like, it's literally a sin for us to look at ourselves and being like, yeah, our bodies suck. Like, yeah. like, well, God wants us to be healthy, and right. He wants us to, you know, take care of ourselves. Yeah, because this is the temple of yeah. the Holy Spirit. He wants us to take care of ourselves, but that's not His main focus. Yeah, that was never His main focus. Right, and I think like it's just a trick of the enemy to blow this way out of proportion with how obsessive we get over our physical looks and our bodies it's just not it was never meant or intended to be that yeah and with that being said also our obsession with food oh my gosh yes yeah because that (gasps) i mean especially in america like everything is based around food and when you have an eating disorder or when you look at food in a disordered way it's just it's not healthy no like Coming from somebody who did have an eating disorder, the fluctuation from, like, looking at food in a way like, okay, if I eat this, I'm going to have to throw this up later. Like, I cannot eat this and not throw it up. If it's unhealthy, I can't keep it in my body. Like, that is crazy. But, like, that's literally to the extent of these disorders and how the enemy gets you in these cycles of just obsessing over something and distracting you with something that is just so insignificant. Oh, yeah. And um, then going from, like, an okay, you know, thing with food, relationship with food, where I'm like, okay, like, I'm eating very healthy, but now it's kind of to the extent where, like, I won't even have a cookie. I won't even have a chocolate chip. Like, I am strictly eating what's on my meal plan, what I have studied that is okay to consume, and now it's to the point where I just have to tell myself, like, just eat it. Like, I might get those thoughts and, like, still kind of care, but then I'm like, just eat it. Like, yeah. I have to actually tell myself, like, you're going to eat this and it's going to be fine. And if you gain a little bit of weight, it's fine. Right. Like, it's not the end of the world. As long as you are overall healthy, you still work out more than the average person. Like, you are okay to eat a piece of cake. Oh, yeah. You know? It's, like, one of those things, too, like, if when we're 80, like, are we going to care? Right. Like, no. Like, on your deathbed, are you going to be like, oh, my gosh, my stomach, like, it's not looking good today. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, like, I don't know. Like, 
Well, and we just, so much is involved with food. Like, socializing Mm -hmm. is usually around food. Like, I don't want to look back on my life and just remember all the times that I just focused on eating. And, like, just focused on looking a certain way. Like, I want to look back on my life and be like, dude, I enjoyed my life. I ate what I wanted. Like... I traveled and was able to just enjoy myself. Yeah, exactly. If you guys, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie too, Eat, Pray, Love. I don't know. It is so good. It's not Christian based, but it's just the concept behind it. I just love it so much. She goes and travels and she um, she's from New York and I think she ends up she was in a relationship, and he ends up breaking up with her. They divorced, or it was, like, something. Okay. I don't remember full... I've seen it a long time ago. But um, then she decides she's just going to go and travel. Ooh. And she does, and um, I don't remember if she went with a friend or she just met this lady, but they're, like, eating at this restaurant. And one of the ladies was like, oh, I can't eat that, like, carbs or something. And then the other girl was like you know what, and she unzips her pants and just, like, lets her stomach, like, out, and she's like, I'm gonna eat it, and she just eats, and, like, I don't know, like, part of that was just, like, well, yeah, it's just, like, common sense, like, it shouldn't matter, but that's actually how we think, like, we could be in freaking Italy, and pasta could be in front of us, and you're like, "Mm, I'm in Italy, but I don't think I should eat this. Yeah. Like, what? I know. That's, like, part of the enjoyment of traveling is just, like, trying the different cultures, foods, and, and, like, just seeing the world and experiencing and eating their food. Like, we shouldn't be afraid to do that, but we are. And then you, like, look at yourself and you're like, like, you get, I almost, like, have the fight with myself. I, like, almost get, I get upset at myself for getting upset at myself Mm. for, like, getting, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't eat that. And then, like, why are you telling yourself that? Like, it's like a double angel sitting on your shoulder, like, eat it. The other person's like, no, don't eat it. Mm -hmm. And then it's, like, a constant battle. And I'm like, don't do that to yourself. And then it's like, you have to cancel the thoughts. Just, like, any thoughts yeah. but it's like training your mind dude it's hard it is and it's just like with anything though right. like with um disciplining yourself in christianity like right. not cussing not doing this and that like it's hard when yeah. you have 24 years of doing that like cussing is still one of the things that i struggle with personally i've gotten a whole lot better yeah like, a whole lot better But it's still sometimes when I get frustrated, that comes up. And then, yes, you sit there and get upset at yourself. But like Pastor said, too, when you sit in that condemnation, like, that keeps you from growing as well. Like, God doesn't want you sitting in that either. You have to fully accept your forgiveness and just move on from it. Like, accept that you did it, repent, and then move on. Like, it doesn't have to be this thing where we sit and, like, worry. Yeah, dude, that's the other thing I got, like, Revelation when I was reading the other day about comparison. It's, like, if we have, like, spiteful and, like, jealousy and envy in our heart, like... God was like, if you have that in your heart, it doesn't give me room to work. Like, mm. you're sitting here with these things in your heart. Like, if I was sitting there, like, like with anger at myself and not forgiving myself, that's, like, taking away from room to, for God to work. Yeah. And I, like, was like, wow. Because mm-hmm. I sit here and we, like, beat up ourselves and it's just, like, us beating up ourselves isn't helping God either. Like, it's... Yeah. It's like, okay. And I, again, and back to the thing, like, we're never going to be perfect. Mm. Like, it's not, like we're expecting it out of anyone but it's like we expect almost so much more out of ourselves yeah that and well like sometimes too we forget that the enemy does have 
power on this earth, technically. Like, obviously, Jesus has more power, and we have the authority through Jesus to... Um, overpower his power right but he this is a fallen world so he does have power here and even christians i think sometimes they don't think about that and so we don't always think about as little of a thing as an eating disorder to be a a seed of the enemy but it is because is it is it helping you is it showing god's love is it reflecting love no yeah so like in that case it it is still from the enemy and so we think of it as like oh it's just a little thing but no it's a distraction and it's to get you to look at yourselves in a way that god does not oh that is so good and that so is really good like when i catch myself doing that for instance now I still can be like, oh, I don't like myself in that picture. I don't want pictures. But then I don't take a picture. Because I'm like, if me taking a picture of myself is going to make me feel insecure right now, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. If me looking in the mirror right now is going to make me insecure, then I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And, like, I think we think we have to do those things, and we just don't. Yeah. Like, if you're not feeling comfortable, then just don't do it. Yeah. Like, you have to stop putting yourself in situations that are going to make you criticize yourself. Yeah. There's no point and there's no fruitfulness in that. Oh, yeah. And I think I almost have, like, comfort in the fact I, like, just throw some stuff on sometimes and I'm like, all right, if I, like, stare at myself too long, I'm going to get insecure. I, like, think about it sometimes. I'm like, somebody is looking at me and being like, I wish I had her body. Just like I'm looking at somebody and being like, dang, her body's so nice. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, the same thing. Like, somebody's looking at you in the way you're looking at somebody else and being like, she is so beautiful. Yeah. And we, like, don't think about that. Like, and this just, I just had a revelation. Like, that's how God looks at us. Like, when somebody looks at you and they're like, you're so beautiful. Like, God's looking at us and being like, I was telling you that the whole time. Like, I'm literally saying this and my word constantly tells you how beautiful you are and how much you mean to me. And like, I don't know if we said this yet, but like, our soul is what's truly beautiful. And like, I feel like that's where the, oh, this is from the, when we Mm -hmm. first started recording, like the confidence. Like, I don't, Try, I try not to depend on myself for confidence because, like, my confidence doesn't come from me. And if I depended on fully on my own confidence, like, God, one, can't work. And two, like, I can't get full confidence. Like, my full confidence comes from God. Yeah. And it, like, gives me comfort, like, knowing, like, I don't have to depend on myself for that. Like, God's already got me. Yeah. And so... Like, with my soul, like, God looks at it and is like, you're so kind to people. Like, I think that's way better than, like, a nice but or something you know what I mean like it's crazy I don't know yeah no I get it um I think too like I've never had as much confidence until after I built my relationship with God because I just used to see myself so critically and like any little flaw was not okay and with God your flaws almost make you more beautiful because you see the amazing works of God. Like, even though we have flaws and we're sinful and all these things, like, God redeemed us from that. So, like, he doesn't, he doesn't look at us and he doesn't judge us based off of, like, our flaws, especially in our appearance. Yeah. Like, he will obviously, like, judge us off of our character flaws. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, but he knows that everybody has those. And so, like, especially on an appearance point of view, he never looks at us like, oh, you had a pimple on July yeah. 4th, 2020. Yeah. Like, he's not going to look back and be like, yeah, mm, not making it to heaven. Yeah. Like, you had a pimple. You. 
Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like, we literally just are so, so critical Critical, of that stuff. And so I just stopped putting myself in positions to where I'm, like, so worried about that. Yeah. And another thing, like, with social media, obviously, it's it's just such a prevalent thing in our culture. Yeah. So it, it affects so much of our lives. But I just stopped posting so many selfies. Yeah. It's not, like... Who gives a crap? Right. I'm going to post, like, what I love to post. I'm not going to post a picture of my body just to get validation from people I went to high school with that aren't even in my life Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to post things that I actually love, like my friends and and good food and, like, going and seeing a sunset with Zay. Like, those are things that I want to post. It doesn't always have to be based around our looks and our bodies and how big our butt is and all these things that like we've made it into yeah and why do we feel compelled to post those things yeah and I always wonder too um and I me and Joss were recently talking I'm trying to work on my modesty and being more modest and everyone's definition of modest is different but I was like oh like and sometimes I'll put on like a crop top and then I'll be like why are you wanting to wear this anyways like, I heard this really, it wasn't a sermon, it was this guy, he does, his name's Ruslan KD, some okay. of you guys might know who he is, I think he makes music, but I just recently started seeing his YouTube videos, and he just does little, like, kind of like podcast style okay. videos based on little, like, things that are coming up in the Christian community, and um, one of the things he was talking about was modesty, and he was talking about it in a point of view of each individual, right? So, like, let's say I used to only wear, like, cut-off booty shorts and, like, bra tops. Oh, okay. Well, then my view of modesty could be wearing a crop top that shows this much and then shorts that at least just cover my butt cheeks. Because before, I used to wear a lot less. That so then to somebody who, you know, maybe they, before they got saved, like, just used to show their cleavage a little bit, but they, you know, dressed overall modest. So now their point of view of modesty would maybe be just wearing shirts that don't show their cleavage. Okay. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I like that. The way that he described it, I was like, wow, like, that's such common sense, but I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Like, you know, based on what you, how you were before is going to kind of affect, like... That is true. How, and God expects out of us what, like, we're coming from. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to overly judge us if we're coming from, like, being nudist to modest. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He's not going to overly judge us because he knows where we're coming from. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, with modesty, like, I feel like I feel more confident anyways because I'm not showing as much skin. So, like, even if I wore, like, a big t-shirt and some shorts, I'm like, that's kind of cute. Like, I don't know. People are like, and nobody can see my body then. I'm like, okay. And um, I actually saw this girl that I follow. She did something. She's like, save your body for somebody that it actually is, like, save showing your body for somebody that it's meant for. And yeah. I was like, that is so good because we, we're so quick, and I'm still going to wear a swimsuit, but we're so quick to, like, just, like, wear crop tops and wear sh- stuff that is very showy of our body, but, like, that's for our husband, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I, like, that made me feel good because I'm like, that makes sense. Well, and not only that, but why do we feel such a, such a compelling feeling to sexualize ourselves? Yeah. 
it's just so trendy to be sexual and to show everything mm -hmm. and to be like scandalous and yeah. all this stuff and it's like but why yeah exactly like, why is that why is that desirable yeah you know no I mean? exactly like why why is society like that now and mm -hmm. I feel like we just have to question that like why do I feel the need to sexualize myself yeah why do I want guys to want to think about having sex with me yeah or because really that's what it is like you want to be sexy for guys who really just look at you as an object yeah that's my view on it. Dude, yeah, that's a good point. And, like, in that point of view, why do you want that? Is it an insecurity? Because yeah. that's fine. We all have them. And right. I've been there, done that. Right. Like, I've put myself out there way too much than I would now or, like, for validation. Yeah, exactly. But, like, that's, like, to me, that's just a reflection of what we have to look at in ourselves and what we have to heal. Yeah, because you think about it, because I've done this too, I'm guilty of it, like, wearing certain things even to the gym. Yeah. So people look at me, and then I, like, recently I think I felt more uncomfortable doing that, because I'm like, why do I want people to stare at me here? Yeah. Like, because I'm not, I don't have a boyfriend, and because I'm not getting attention, like, okay, like, mm -hmm. cool, I get all the attention from my lord anytime I want it. Yeah. So it's just like... I don't know. I agree mm -hmm. with you because I'm guilty of doing it and it's because oh, same. you want the attention. But I don't even think, they... I think sometimes we don't even consciously realize that's why we're doing it yeah. until you look back and you're like, wait a second, like, why did I post that? Yeah, exactly. Or why did I wear that? Just so, and then I wonder, I'm like, oh, I can post this on my story, like the selfie and it's just like. Am I posting it so people will just talk to me, or am I posting it because I think it's cute? Yeah, exactly. Like, not saying, like, you can't post pictures of yourself, yeah. and you can't post pictures of your cute outfits, yeah. and that's not at all what I'm saying, but it's just more so, like, what's our motives behind what we post? Yeah. And I think it's important to think about, because sometimes we just mindlessly post. Yeah. Um, you can help me with this when I got over past drinking. It's like when we, because I don't drink at all anymore, and because I've fight fought the urge a lot it's been a hard journey but I'm here <laughs> and um like it's almost like ask yourself every time I wanted to drink like why do you want to drink yeah is it just to like drink because everyone else is drinking like what's the point of it so every time I had to ask myself this I'm like I don't want to ask this answer this freaking question every time Dude. I, I drink and it's a literal not only that but it's literally the cure to everything yeah like if you want to go do something that in your mind you think for a second that you probably shouldn't do just ask yourself your motives of doing right. that like, and why? it'll literally stop like oh, this guy hit me up, he wants to have sex, should I, uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, mm, but why do I, what good is gonna come out yeah. of this? What if I got pregnant? What if he gave me an STD? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know, and then I soon enough, you will talk yourself out of doing I agree. that. I remember. If it's, a, if it's a something that you shouldn't go and do. Yeah, you know I remember I mean? guys would, like, ask me, hung out lot late at night, and, like, like, at first, I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then I thought about it. I was like, why do you want to hang out with me? Like, it's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Like, like only past, yeah. like, 10 or 11. Like, <laughs> like why do you have What good happens after yeah. that time? Yeah. I'm like, all right. And I feel like people find it really not, well, it's weird to the world, but I won't have sleepovers in the same room as guys. Yeah. I, um, unless it's, like, my brother or my cousin, I, that's the only way I'm, like, okay with it, but I will not sleep in the same room as guys because I just feel uncomfortable. And um, people will be like, oh, I'm like, no, like, I am standing my ground, and I don't feel comfortable with this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like to people, they're like, really? Like, you're weird. But it's like, okay, 
I'm not risking that for myself. Like, I don't know. And Well, and sometimes we get in our heads and we're like, oh, they care about this. But yeah. really, people could care less. We're just in our heads because yeah. we think it's different. And the enemy also loves to tell us that we're weird for yeah. our faith. Yeah. But it's just not true. Yeah. Like, that that's not the truth. Yeah, And exactly. whenever we feel that way, too, even though this isn't always my first thing, it should be. Go to the Word. Like, yeah. Look, even if you don't have your physical Bible, Google that scripture. Yeah. Like, Google something dealing with that. Yeah. Or the Bible app. They have plans that you can follow. Dude, I've so been doing good. that lately. I didn't freaking know you could do that. I've been doing that Neither lately. Neither did I. And it's amazing. Like, when you're really trying to focus on something, it gives you a whole devotional every yeah. day for, like, some of them are three days, some of them are five days. Mine are s- Mine is seven that I'm doing yeah, right now. Yeah, some is a full week. Yeah, which is crazy. Some might be even longer. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I haven't looked at all of them. But it's cool. Like, you can search something you're struggling with, and it'll bring up a plan for oh, you. Oh, yeah. So, like, start doing that type of stuff. And, like, the word says, renew your mind. Like, exactly. renew your mind daily. Yeah. And um, even if you don't have time to open your Bible, like, go to the Bible app or go to Google. Like, we have so many resources now where yeah. you could just get a scripture to in you and think about it and, you know, meditate on that. Yeah, and it's crazy because once you start renewing your mind daily, like, I I have been like steady with it for a couple of days now and even when I don't feel like doing it God's like okay like come on and I know when I don't do it I'm gonna feel not nearly as good as I do when I do it like yeah when you renew your mind it's just like a different feeling and you're like this makes sense like yeah. I needed this like I genuinely feel full now you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's different than like being like oh, okay I'm gonna skip it today but like there's yeah. actual a reason don't just do it to check it off your list do it because like not to get anything out of it, but because you need to renew your mind. You want to have those scriptures written on yeah. your life, like, not just because, but because you want to live like Christ. You don't want to live like the world. And with anything in life, too, anything worth having, you need to discipline yourself. Yeah. Like, eating healthy, working out, like, that stuff is discipline. Oh, yeah. Um, reading your Bible, anything. It's mm-hmm. discipline. Or, oh, like, yeah. even with your with your husband, like, it's discipline to love him and to serve him. And you have to discipline yourselves in these areas of life to get the fruit of it. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah. But, anyway, I wanted to bring the conversation back to diet culture. Yeah. Um, because... I think that that is probably the most toxic part of the fitness industry. Um, Like, just the conversation around carbs. Yeah, man. It's like people literally get into other people's heads and say that carbs are going to make you fat. And that's what every woman believes. And when I would meet with my clients, too... That would be everybody's concern. Like, yeah. well, mm, carbs, I'm going to get fat. I'm like, yeah. um, no. Are you crazy? Your brain literally turns carbs into energy. Like, you need carbs. Your body needs carbs to function. Your brain needs carbs to think. Yeah. That's why we always go for sweets. And that's why we always go for these unhealthy things. Because we didn't get enough healthy carbs in. Mm-hmm. Like potatoes, pasta, rice all these things are Mm -hmm. healthy carbs Mm -hmm. like bread and stuff like that yeah you shouldn't eat that all the time right but no it's so good it's not bad for you no like it's that's not what's gonna make you fat what's gonna make you fat is saturated fat yeah which obviously 
and having an extreme an extreme level of protein. Yeah. Which that is going to be very controversial. But it's true. Like yeah. we do need protein, yes. But you don't need as much as diet culture is telling you you yeah. need. You don't need if you're 120 pounds, you do not need 120 pounds of protein. That's just not true. It's like um what is it called? Like um I've heard this example, like me and you were talking about this. It's like eating like people are really big on the um calorie deficits yeah those are what those called and it's like okay if you eat under this amount of calories you're gonna lose weight okay yeah because you're starving yourself so you're telling me eating a bag of chips and some I don't know some french fries like or whatever are is better for me because it's under the calorie deficit than eating that's what I have to tell everybody yeah like that's eating literally some noodles potatoes calorie deficit is starvation that is why you're losing weight because you're starving yourself yeah. it's not optimal and that's why a lot of people bounce back because they were starving themselves for so long and your body catches up with you. It's just like doing the keto diet. Your body catches up with you. It's not stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. your bodies are very smart, and they mm-hmm. will always find a way to make up for those calories. So yeah. when you end up binging, that is why. And yes, the keto diet. Um, don't even get me started. Yeah. It's just not healthy. Like, having fat and protein as your only food source is just not healthy. And having protein and strictly fat like there's no such thing as a protein deficit there's no such thing as a protein deficit like unless you're not getting nearly enough calories like unless you're in starvation mode then you're you're obviously deficit and everything but there's no such thing as a protein deficiency dude at all so what makes you think that the human body needs protein right I mean, it does to an extent, but what makes you think Not that you're going to enough. be, like, dying if you don't get enough? Yeah. No. Dude, um, my thing... And I think about, too, like, when you're on the keto diet, your body's going to those weird things where it has weird smells and all this stuff, and it's just like, if I'm eating a diet, let alone any food, why is... Granted, when you switch your body, your body does make some... Rea- or your diet, your, your body does make some reactions to it, but, like... When you're in keto, you have, like, all these weird keto smells or something. Well, because your body goes into something that's called ketosis. Yeah. Which is technically, yes, that's why you're losing weight. But if those keto, if you're on keto long enough and those ketones go to your brain, it all hell breaks loose in your body, basically. Like, it is not good. It can kill you. You can get cancer. Like, it's not, do your research on ketones. It's just not healthy. Dude, yeah, and I just thought about that because when I'm eating healthy, like, I don't have weird smells, like, yeah. from my body. You know what I mean? I just think about that, and one of me and my coworkers were just talking about this because she's vegan, and she eats, like, regular diet and everything, and she's like, yeah, it makes me wild when people, because I asked her, I was like, you eat carbs, right? Like, I just ask people. She's like, yeah. She's like, I eat all the carbs in the world. She's like, nothing happens to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, exactly. Like, yep. She's like, that's why I don't get it. And she's like, and then people have weird smells. I'm like, you're dang right. Like, they do. Like, (laughs) it's so weird. Right. And if you think about it, a lot of, like, vegans or, like, eating vegetarian or vegan people are always like, ugh, I could never do that. But that, we're eating the stuff that grows from the ground. Or that you pick from trees. Like, you're eating fruits, vegetables. Like, you're telling me if you eat too much fruit, you're going to get fat. Yeah. It's literally made out of, from nature. Exactly. Like, the stuff that, like, meat, it's extremely processed and it's extremely, like, there's so much added to that. Yeah. Not saying that 
I'm I'm not going to get into that whole controversy of meat versus, like, vegan. Yeah. But it's just crazy to me when people think that it's nasty when you eat vegetarian or, like... Yeah. It, I'm just like, what? Do you know I what always, you're eating? Yeah, I always wonder that. I'm like, do you, like, think about it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like... Have you ever tried... People always tell me, because my family is big into eating meat, and yeah. they're like, when I tell them, I'm like, no, I'm not eating meat. They're like, ugh. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever tried anything that's vegan? That's not just your family, though. That's everybody. Like, that's literally everybody. Dude, I don't my get it. My family's to the point where they accept it, and they'll have, like, vegetarian options for me typically, but it's not well-adjusted, because it's just not normal. It's, like, with anything that's not normal, just with Christianity, just with anything that's not the norm, people have a very hard time accepting it. But then once you explain and you you stick with it for a while and you're persistent, they start to understand. How long have you been vegetarian for, or vegan? I've been vegetarian since my senior year of high... I forget if it was my senior year or the year I graduated. So it's going on six to seven years. Wow. Yeah. And you're mostly you're mostly vegan, though, right? For a while. Like, when I very first started, I was completely vegan. Um, and then it transitioned more into vegetarian. I would eat dairy here and there. But I try to stay away from dairy as much as possible now. Yeah. But, like, the, like I was saying before, I just don't like to get very obsessive over my food in any type of way yeah so if I keep telling myself oh I can't have that I can't have that then I eat it eat something with that in it I feel very guilty okay so when I cook for myself no I don't cook with um, meat or dairy but if I'm eating like at a cookout or I'm at somebody's house and they make something for me I'm not going to turn it down okay um so that's kind of where I'm at so I don't really I don't really like to label it either so I don't call myself vegan but I just don't eat meat. Okay. And I, I don't eat much dairy. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I try to be a vegan and vegetarian, but I kind of suck at it. Well, but. and I think, honestly, like, making slight changes is how you get there. Yeah. Like, and I have. I don't eat any more. I barely eat dairy. I'll eat dairy once in a while, but I don't really eat too much dairy. Yeah. Because it makes you feel like poop anyways. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does make you feel like poop. Yeah. I think, like, um, when you just... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> when you just slowly start cutting stuff out, that's when it becomes easier and easier. Okay. Because somebody who's super heavy in eating meat and dairy, it's not going to be an overnight switch. Yeah. And I ate dairy forever. Yeah. Since I was a child. And I think everyone was pretty much like now, that. Now, but... the good thing is, though, they have so many good substitutes. Yeah. It's not like you're just not able to eat anything. They have so many good meat substitutes, so oh, many yeah. good dairy substitutes. Oh, yeah. Ice cream. Like, it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. The ice cream is the best part. Yeah. Because vegan is very, like, in, I would say right now. Like, yeah. Oh, it's trendy. I was just going to say that it's part of yeah. the trend. <laughs> but, yeah. But, anyway, I think that that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we love you guys. We love you. Follow yeah. us on social media. Yes. We have not been as consistent this past week, like I said, but we are going to get back into it. Yes. So, follow us at Save the Girls Podcast. And do you have anything to add? Nope. Because <laughs> we want to save, save the girls. girls.